Welcome to the first Progress with Unity podcast of 2015, so I'd like to just take this opportunity to wish everybody a Happy New Year. Mm. Oh, happy, happy New Year, Barry. Joe, you are Happy New Year. Exactly, Mick, exactly. Mm. Anyway, I just, I'd also like to say, 2014, glad to get shot. What a year that's ended up being, isn't it? From one so much promise into an absolute disaster. 2014, I thought we were going to start off, you know, with a bit of a buzz, and uh, the first game of the new year was, <laughs> unfortunately, local derby against Bolton in the FA Cup, and we're at the Cup. Right, so uh, who went to that game? Not that we're going to spend oh, a lot of time yeah. talking about it. Most of the people around this table enjoy it? No. Mm, kind of. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting, kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I always, sorry, I'm, I'm diving in here and I'm, yeah, we only decided to go at one o'clock. It was like we, but we, when we talked about tickets for it, we both kind of uh, me and my brother-in-law were like, "Should we go?" I'm not really that bothered. It's you know, and we under that one o'clock. We're like, "Ah, come on, so it will go down." And you know, that's the advantage of it being close by and a cash turnstile. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Bolton. Good on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it can never be a good day losing against them, man, can no, it? it? can't be, no. Uh, I've always always enjoyed going to a football match or yeah. whatever sporting event. I love it. I love the whole idea of getting up there and whatever. You know what ruined it for me this week? Bully football. It was atrocious. Mm. It was the worst I've actually seen Latics play for a long, long time. That first half performance was abysmal. So much so that I thought, at half-time, I'll go for a pee. Do I go back? And I'm bloody glad that they've made some changes at half-time because it, it, they did change. You could see there was a little bit more purpose to the play. Their attitude changed. They were fighting. They were actually getting the frotting tackles in midfield in the middle of the park. But that first half, I'm telling you. What was the difference then? What was the change? But I'll tell you what the difference was. In the first on. half, it was Ali Abzi FC versus Bolton. And in the second half, it was Wigan mm, Not quite. Sean Maloney. The, Fortuna. Maloney was the biggest change, but the, the change in the whole attitude of every player. Yeah, there was. Because in that first half, I can't tell you how bad it was. We were stand. Which, Bolton had all time at World. They had three or four clear cut chances, should have been eight percent. And we were standing off the all time in world in midfield we were strolling through us at times I mean how easy that free ball uh, I can't remember to one at Bolton strikers just walked it in on goal you know what I mean it, it, how easy it was in the second half we came out there was pressure on every Fini. ball Fini yeah, yeah. Uh, and we applied pressure to every one of the players we were winning the ball we was in yeah. the tackle we, we weren't doing that in the first half we didn't even compete with no, him it was that bad. It was annoying. It was annoying. Very, it wasn't just frustrating, was it, Rob? Because, like, you can see you're making an effort and you get frustrated and think, all oh, right, okay, I can forgive that. But this was, it was just like lethargic. There was, what were they doing on the pitch? Well, when you're not playing well, what do you do? You compete with them, get yeah, in the faces, yeah. close down quick. There was none of that. And that's, that should be stamped. And people go, oh, I like McLean, he gives 100% every week. I expect 100% from all of them yeah. every week, and we're not getting it. We're not. That's the truth. There was, a couple, there was one particular occasion that I spotted, I thought that is just so typic- typifying of what our current problems are. There was a, a ball broke in the midfield, Ben Watson looked at it, and then thought, oh, I better go and get it and then set off after it. 
and you could almost see the cogs wearing and the thought process starting to grind away. Whereas, as the bot, as you go into the first, as whoever went into the first tackle, you should be thinking, right, where's this ball breaking? Because I'm getting to the second ball. Not, oh, it's gone over there. Oh, I think I better probably chase it. Mm -hmm. and, Local and it, derby, and we didn't want it. Yards, no. We weren't up for it, and they let the fans down, Saturday, in the big way. Again, the question you asked earlier on too, what was what what changed? I'm sad to say that Saint Ben of the Holy Watson, when he went off, it, things changed as well, because Ben Watson gave far far too much ball away in that first half. Mm. He was a skipper I, as well. Well, it, I don't know whether that's affected his game or not. I don't think it progressively. Was, it, was he captain? I, I, I can't remember. I, don't I, don't know, know. Can't I think he was actually the armband in it at the yeah. moment. But yeah. the thing is, though, is sadly his game has deteriorated. Uh, over over the actual Christmas period, and uh, he has been out for almost a year though with a broken leg. No, Barry, his, his faults was he wasn't even passing to Wigan players. He wasn't the only that, one though, mate. That was the problem. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he was chief, he was chief but, amongst the culprits. But, but the, yeah, he was he chief amongst alone. the culprits. But the key role he was playing in midfield, it stood out even more in Yeah, I well, and, and sadly, out, when he, when he, the right you know, word. because you know, as far as I'm, I'm I'm concerned, the man's a saint. He can't do anything wrong for Wigan, as far as I'm concerned, because what he's done for the club. But at the moment, I do think him and along with one or two others. They need to be sidelined. Midfield. Our midfield has not been properly effective for 12 months. There's no energy in that midfield. Uh, well, I think Fonshaw for me should come out with a bit of credit the yeah. last couple of games. He, at least yeah. he looks like he wants to get on the ball and make things happen. He's the only one who's coming. He's getting up to that speed and I tell you who else is doing that as well, who's showing positive uh, improvements. Kawe. Yeah. Again, he's coming up to match pace. And that's because he's played more than one game before he gets benched again. Now, if I'm reading between the lines here, and I'm thinking, well, the gaffer, he's done that with Watson. He's given a four-game four run now, uninterrupted. Is he trying to say, right, OK, then, get a few games under your belt together. Let's see what you can do. And it's actually, well, I think it's going to be working with one or two players. Right, well, anyway, let's, we don't want to dwell on them, because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, so I don't want to dwell on that game okay. but that game was Malky Mackay's 8th game in charge of which we've lost 6 of those 8 we've drawn 1 and won 1 uh, and we've only scored we've only scored four, 6 goals sorry 6 goals in those 8 as well and only one of those have come from open play and one of them was an own goal as well one was an own goal conceded 10 well, if you look at the scores, I mean, we're not getting rolled over, are we? We're not. Nobody's tearing no, no. us. Uh, but there's just not. An, there's nothing happening, is there? Nothing happening. We're not creating chances, are we? We're no. Not I think. The show, I think going back to to Bolton, when I, I, and the, the sad thing is, you're talking about a bloke who's about to put pen to paper and disappear up the road. When Sean Maloney came on, there was a bit of. I, I, I think Forshaw was involved and. Um, Cowie was involved again as Mix just said there was a bit of movement in the midfield and a bit of something in the midfield I mean Bolton managed to deal with it but there was just a bit of something going on and you think that's what you're aiming for that's what you're trying to get um, 
and we were discussing before we started recording. Rob said there was a good, there was a twenty minutes of yeah, there was a, there was a good twenty, there was a good twenty minute spell beginning at the second half. It's yeah. an answer. Yeah, well, it's yeah. not yeah. good enough, is it? Oh no, well, well, uh, we got the thing is, once Bolton scored, yeah, we're moving, we're moving on back. from Bolton. So yeah. We'll yeah. Forget, forget Bolton. Yeah, Lee, we, that's all we're interested in now, isn't it? Yes, we've taken four points from twenty, a possible twenty-one. Okay. Four points from twenty-one. Uh, for me, since his appointment, Mackay seems to have been treading water a little bit. He's, he's assessed the, the squad, he keeps going on about training, I look at him in training, and he's assessing them on the match day. Um, they must be awful in training, because they're, they're not very good on match days. So is he treading water to make the changes this month, do we think? To I mean, al already, sorry, sorry Dan, already, Rioro's left, Maloney's on his way. Espinosa's gone. For this, there's strong rumours that he's going. Rodney's nowhere to be seen anyway. And there's rumours that Delors off. I know he's not been around the club today. Um, and there's talk about there's Ridgewell coming in. That's almost nailed on as a defo. Uh, there's a lot of speculation about Danny Graham coming in as well uh, to play up front. Do you think he's been treading water? He said to Whelan, Luke, Luke Boss, I don't think this uh, this squad's good enough to get us out of this mess, to play my type of football, I'll keep with this team, that's why we've been seeing Fortune and McLean up front, I'll stick with it, get to January, mm. and I'm going to make some changes. There's a squad that you were looking at at the end of the transfer window saying, oh, we, we, you know, we've, we've just had two wins on the bounce, off we go up the table and, and challenge for the title. And now he's saying, that's a bloke that's treading water with a squad that just isn't, he knows isn't good enough. And that's on the basis of the last four months' performances. Is that not just wishful thinking on our part? Well, I'm hoping so, Mick. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah. That, that is the case with him. Yeah. Really. That's, I mean, that's what, what I'm hoping. Am I the only one who thinks that in the league we've, we've picked up a little bit? Because we had the win against Leeds. Yeah, it might have been very lucky indeed, but a win's a win. And then I think we would have beaten, was it Wednesday that McManaman got sent off again? Tuesday. Oh, we played Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. I do believe we would have beaten them if McManaman wasn't sent could, could anybody else see that? See a red car coming in that game? Yeah. I could see it. As soon as he came on, he yeah. ran to the opposite touchline. Tried to headbutt that player. somebody. Yeah. Then he got smacked in the back. You thought either he's going to retaliate mm. here or somebody's going to clobber him and go off. Liability. Yeah. Do stuff like that. You know what somebody said to me the other day? You Sorry. see it coming. But hey, guess what he got Christmas off? A deliberate card. <laughs> so he won't be cup tied if he'd got a move this month. And I just thought, nah, 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 nah. He's not hard enough, I don't think, to do something like that. But that you've been Sorry, harsh. He's early, he's early himself in shot, when How he? harsh are you lot being tonight? <laughs> My goodness. Well, we are, we're next to the bottom <laughs> of the table. Four we're taking four points from 21, yeah, four which is a good run for us this season, to and, be honest And players are not asked. Four months ago, Dan, in August, when it was hot and sunny, we got to watch our team win at our own stadium. We've not seen it since. I think it's the post-Christmas blues. And you're wondering why, why we're a bit miserable. Right, go on Gareth. Gareth wants to come in here. On the 8th of November, Malkin Mackay was appointed manager of Wigan Athletic. And I think we were all thinking, yes, get rid of the old, in with the new, changes, positive, upward. Right, I'll tell you what <laughs> actually happened. The bottom four of the championship all played 17 games. Red 21st Bolton with 17 points, 22nd Wigan with 16, 23rd Birmingham with 16, we'll not bother about Blackpool because they were out of it, right? 
Since then, Bolton and Birmingham, who incidentally replaced their managers in October, uh, Rowlett and Lennon, yes, the upturned changes since then, we've played seven games since then, Birmingham have managed to gain 15 points from seven games, with five wins and two losses. We have managed one win and one draw, four points. Bolton have managed 12. That doesn't include when they beat us, because they beat us before that. Mm. So their upturning form has been terrific. So from being on the same points as us, 16 points, Birmingham now sit 14th with 31 points. Mm-hmm. Bolton sit 15th with 29, and Wigan have gone south, 23rd with only Blackpool below us. Well, whatever he's doing, he's not doing it right. Well, it just goes to show, show that getting a new manager in doesn't always work, and what's that term that they use in dentistry? Where Ouch. <laughs> It's, it's a lot more deep-seated. Cha-ching. That's, that's one they use a lot in dentistry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what do we do then with Mac- about Mackay? Is it, do we think he's going to turn it round? Can he turn it round? Has he been waiting for the window to open? I think yes, yes and yes. Don't think yes, yes uh, and yes. He can, can turn it right. We've still got some good players in the squad. I think his team selections have all been wrong. I want to pick a single team, what he has so far. I think far too near, no disrespect to him. Doesn't score goals. He's got McLean playing alongside him last couple of games. Another striker, as per that uh, thing what you put out the other week. James McLean is not a striker, yep. etc. Which I couldn't agree more with that, what was said. Uh, I think he's been waiting for the window to open because you always want to bring your own men in, don't you, as, as a manager? And it's, it's that old saying, isn't it? There's so much, so much rotten in the state of Denmark when you're taking your only established striker off in an FA Cup game against your, lo- your local rivals and bringing a midfielder up. That I just, I thought, I need, I, you know, like. I need something to explain this to me because he completely, completely bamboozled me. Absolutely. And I thought, must be injured. And I thought, no, that's it. The reason is the lad is injured. He has to be. Because otherwise, why pick him in the first place then? That's the term that they use in dentistry. Something rotten in the state of Denmark. I thought it was something rotten in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> Near <laughs> enough to say. Talking, I mean, we, we play Birmingham on Saturday. I was going to bring this up later on, but looking at the team... We, when we mentioned, like Paul mentioned, uh, the fact that our last home victory was in the sunshine against Birmingham, and it, yeah. and it was. But the team that day is not too dissimilar to, to the teams that's been playing with. Carson, Taylor, Ramis, Boyce, Keenan, Pudge mm-hmm. as a back five. That's the same, isn't it? With Hughes, Coe, MacArthur as a mid three, and then we have McManaman and Riera up front. Hughes and MacArthur. And it's not too di- dissimilar, yeah. is it, to, to what we've been playing? Apart from the fact we had a recognised striker playing in that game. Just to show a few tweaks and you can make things yeah. work. An interesting point was made to me on on whatever day it was. I, again, harping back to the Bolton game. I was going to say Saturday, but I've no <laughs> idea what day it was. But um, missing all those second balls basically tells you that your midfield is in the wrong positions. And I thought, yeah, because if you're not in a position to compete, 
then something's not right with the way you set up. The flat footed yeah. all the time, mm. aren't they? Mm. They're on the back foot. But we're, we're sitting deep, they're sitting, they're, they're frying, they're play, for me, they're playing like we don't want to lose yeah. rather than yeah. playing to win. We're set up that way. I mean, yeah. well, we, uh, Taylor yeah. and Tavernier might be wing backs. They never got over halfway line at first start. But about five. I'm faster than that, Tavernier. Sorry. Well, we had we had a lad on. Looks Brazilian. I've, not, I've never seen him in show. Yeah. The, the way he was, the way he was running, he just looks Brazilian to me. <laughs> I don't. I, all right. We had the lad on from Rotherham, didn't we, the other week? Who um, was talking about Tavernier and said it, what a star he was last season for him. You know, he was fantastic and. It, but he was talking more about his attacking prowess than his defence. Defensive right, stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah. But we've not seen that from him, have we? I'm sorry, for, but for me, the lad doesn't look fit for some apparent reason. He looks as though he's struggling running. Uh, he, I think he might have been too cough on Saturday because he was injured in that. But he, he's looking a bit bulky. I guess Rotherham, uh, Perch was on his case quite a bit. I don't know if anybody knows his says. Uh, Always uh, against talking to him. He, he kept saying about don't hit it first time, don't hit it first time, there was a ball coming, he was getting rid of it straight away yeah. and uh, could clearly see from where we were sat, Pitch was, was going on his case a bit about it, so, um, but these sort, them sort of arguments come when you're stuck at the bottom of the table, don't they, players fall over with yeah. each other and they get frustrated. Well, I've watched the video today of that Birmingham game and the difference in attitude of the players, all smiling, all patting each other on the back, I mean obviously we, we, we just won 4-0, but it was so different from, from what it's like today, that, that mm. heaviness was missing from them. And Waggon and Maloney were subs there, and, and they both came on late in the game, and Sean Maloney set a goal up for, for Waggon, who is back uh, in the squad, isn't he? So that's a, a good sign, I think. Yeah. I think we've missed him. News. He's a good player, that lad. I think he'd have, he'd have, uh, he'd have been in before Fortuna for me. Right, so anyway, we're at the... Uh, the transfer window uh, is open. What do we think of Riera going, first of all? Unsurprising. Unsurprising. Considering yeah. he's not even been being played recently. I mean, it begs the question what on, you know, we all got dead excited over the signings in the summer. Oh, we've signed a, a guy from uh, La Liga who scored goals, this guy from France who's been scoring goals, captain of Denmark, we've got this starlet from City on permanent deal. And now we're starting going, what on earth were they thinking? I, I mean, Kovista hasn't had a chance, he's hardly played. He's done all right when he has though. Yeah, I, I, I think he should, yeah. I, I think he could anchor the, you know, anchor the <laughs> midfield with the, <coughs> instead of giving that job to Forshaw, push Forshaw a bit further forward. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we've heard, we've, we've all read the rumours that the reason the two strikers are not getting a game is basically because they're not good enough. Well, the coaching staff, most of them are the same coaching staff that were it. Well, I mean, some of them have been sacked since, but the coaching staff, what, what on earth was going on buying them two players if they're not good enough? How do they know they're not good enough? Well, how, how do they know? You know the, that's the gamble, isn't it? You you the stiff, <clears throat> good players, good players might not play, might not work out in this country. I mean, if good players have you seen come in this country, uh, Veron, for an example. Yeah. World class player, yeah, on, could not cut it in in the Premier League. You know what I mean? It, you get it from time to time. But yeah. it, at least but they were tried. What, I'm, what I mean is, how do they know they're not good players when when they're not even getting a run out? You, you just talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just talked about the gamble there. How many games we've played so far this season? 
20 summer, 30 odd, whatever it is. 23, is it? And we've been, for the vast majority of them, we've been all plus, haven't we? Why yeah. has nobody thought, well, I tell you what, I've got nothing to lose here and, and given somebody a run out? <coughs> Both managers that we've had have pretty much picked some very similar te- looking teams, and that, that to me, just it's mind boggling. Why on earth do you not think, right, I've given these lads a few goals, it's not worked out? I, particularly in the late reign of Roslo, he was he was about to lose his job. Why on earth not do you not when you when you've got no you know you don't think oh I'll go with this same plan that's failed me for the last three weeks. You think I'm in trouble here if something doesn't click. I'll I'll, I'll just throw something at the wall and hope it well, sticks. Mackay is trying something different. He's removed all our strikers. <laughs> but Forrest Gump in place. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, mean, the, I think the, the nature of the appointment of Mackay. <laughs> Is he, <laughs> he's he, right. He, he's not going to be in as much trouble as he should be, as quickly as he should be, based on his results. Because you know you've got Wheeler who's banned from doing anything anyway. He's he's backed him. Does that mean we can't sack him if we wanted to? That's the biggest that ban. What Wheeler's got is the biggest joke in football. Yeah, because it doesn't affect our club in the slightest. It doesn't well, affect Wheeler in the slightest. He was on the first aeroplane out of here. Mm. He's put his puppet in place at, uh, yeah, on the exactly. board. Careful. David Sharp. Careful. He's got, he's got Jonathan Jackson doing exactly what he tells Jonathan Jackson to do anyway. Yeah. He runs the club from, from he's like one of these super villains. <laughs> <laughs> he's sad at stroking his pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got loaded out mountain in that way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, a, what an absolute joke. And then, so if he wants to, if, if, if <laughs> What's his name, that manager? Mackay. Mackay, yeah. If Mackay needs sacking, he'll sack him. Because he's not asked. He can't sack him. Because he's not sacked because he said, Jonathan Jackson, fire him. He's he'll backed him. him. He's backed him. <clears throat> and he's, he's got to, he's going to try, I think, and give him more than he, he would normally give somebody to try and prove that he wasn't wrong. He's got this him. window, and if he doesn't yeah. pick up after this window, but it's too late, it's too late. Don't be afraid to speak to Trey Barrett, isn't it? It's too late now. Oriel Riera started three games for us at the start of the season and scored one goal and hit the bar and hit the post. He looked good when he called me the other week, didn't he? I I, I can't see how he's not got good enough for playing championship. I just can't see it. Like I say, when he's played... The only thing you can think now is that when he's in training, he he, he pitches all he goes, this isn't real, this is training. When it's real, I'll do it. But how many other players... And the manager's going, oh, if you're not training, I'm not happy with you. How many other players, has there been word about that, in training they were pathetic? They were Paul McGrath never used train. Paul yeah. McGrath. Gary Gar- Lineker. Worst hmm. trainer ever. Yeah, they wouldn't even get a game, and yet, yeah. match day. It's a different it's environment. Yeah. It's, it matters. Yeah. It's the adrenaline's different. Everything's different. It's real for a start, isn't it? Not that, fake. That, that's... Back uh, us with our penalties, isn't it? Practice World Cup, practice penalties. The manager said, well... It's only training, so he can't recreate it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, there I, you that's go. I think the problem is Scotland's never never done anything have they, on international stage. Scottish play, I've got a better stop there, really, haven't I? But you know what I'm saying? Coming out with all this stuff about training, it ju- it just seems like one big excuse to me. That one big excuse. If he does, if he wants to change that squad round because it's not to his liking, why does he not just say, this was not to my liking, I'm changing it round, and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I'm playing a left winger through the middle, which everybody's scratching their ass about, thinking what's going on, and a guy who comes to the barn door with a bloody banjo's ass. 
Uh, banjo carries arse with a banjo. That's better. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what you meant. We knew there was a banjo involved somewhere. Yeah. George found me. Oh, I wasn't going to get what's well, up to that. Cap- Captain <laughs> of Denmark hasn't even had a look in. I know, and he, he's been top right when he plays for them. Yeah. He's a different class. He's he's been, do you think he's played well for us, really? Can't yeah. fault him. Um, Anchor in midfield. He's not done well. anything wrong. Have him anchoring in midfield instead of playing with a line of puppets across the back. So this this talk, what we was going to talk about was was the fact that you know the transfer window. And it's, obviously, it's, I don't think it started off well because we've got we're getting rid of players. There's rumours about players coming well, in. We thought the last one had finished brilliantly. Danny Graham. That's all you need to know. Danny Graham coming in, forty grand a week he's on. Can't see us paying forty grand a week. No, they'll probably pay half of it. Right. So what's he done? He's on. His record is he's just come back from Wolves. He spent the last month and a half at Wolves. He scored five. He's played five games and scored one goal. Oh, you could put bloody Lionel Messi in our side, he'd play five games and score one bloody goal. So is this a certainty You could have Messi Frank? and Ronaldo up no, front and no, they score not. two between them in it's, five games. It's not a certainty, Dan, no. Okay. Uh, but Kenny Jackett, the Wolves manager, says Danny Graham um, is a good player, but he needs to play alongside somebody else to get the best out of him. But we know the financial <laughs> situation. <laughs> the squad situation. Let's stick him up. We've, to all talked about the the squad. We've all talked about the dead wood in our squad. We've all talked about players coming to an end of a contract. Is it 11 at the end of the season? Mm-hmm. So basically, he's got to get shut, hasn't he? He's yeah. got to get shut of some players in January. Oh, yeah. And the, and the only saleable assets, Espino, proving to be Espinos and lowly players like that. But he's got to get shut to some others before he can bring his men in, hasn't he? It's not fair play to him. But he should say that. He should say that, shouldn't he? He should come out and say yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious no, yeah, that, that, that's no, what needs no. to happen. So he, he must be thinking, oh, what are the fans what, what are the fans thinking? That's what we're thinking. But, and he's, like I said, if he comes out and says it, you can think, oh, well, you can give him a bit more time, sort of thing, or you can understand what he's trying to do. But at the minute, when he's saying, like I said, there's no clarity in what he's saying, Thinking, well, is he going to be playing fucking gen- I mean, uh, <laughs> flipping Jeremy clean up front uh, all season? I'd, I'd, I'd like to give it. I'd like to give him a little bit more credit than that. Because yes. it's quite easy to re- for any manager in the position we're in now to turn around and say, "Look, this is not. Most of this is not. None of this is my squad. Judge me in a couple of months' time once I've actually mm. put my team together." But he's not. He's, he's kept pretty quiet about it, hasn't he? Which I think is. He's right in doing so because what he doesn't want to do is turn around and say, Look, there's a load of dross here and yeah. I'm trying to get rid of it. That rolls with, with Fortune. Which means Yeah, which which means therefore then that you're not gonna be able to offload them players because other managers thinking mm-hmm. I'm gonna be if he thinks the crap or it's been a, a, said a, so in public, why should we take a gamble yeah, and buy him? So I think he's keeping quiet basically so that he, his his actions will speak louder than That's it. I don't think there's a lot to be said really. No. He's said it all. I'll say it for him. Yeah, I think his team speaks for him anyway. I think the, I think the, the, the positive that his I've team seen though, so far is the fact that he's trying to find the ants. He's work rather than going in screaming and shouting. He's been asking the players to find the answers. He'll learn a lot about the character of the various players in the in the few weeks he's been there. I was just about to say a good thing is with us being so bad is he'll be able to pick up straight away mm. he's not good enough he's not good enough this is what we need to do and at least it, it'll you know he knows what he needs to build in his head 
Uh, so that's the only positive you can take from it, really, isn't it? Yeah, it needs a big shake up, doesn't it? Needs a big shake. Anyway, I was just going to say, go I on, don't Dan. think it's n- anywhere near as awful as we're all making out. To be honest with you, I didn't go to the Bolton game. I'm, I'm willing to write that off because it's the FA Cup, and you know we've got to concentrate on the Championship season. But um, eight go games, on then, Barry. Two, two undefeated in eight games, six straight defeats. It's pretty bad that. It is fine margins though. I saw in the Leeds game. Uh, How long do you want to fine margins for? Four months. It is in some respects, but then there's an overall picture. You can't ignore it. Like the Sheffield Wednesday game. Like like I say, it could have gone another way. McMahon had not lost his head. We probably could have won that game. I'm talking in terms of the last few weeks since the last Mm. podcast. It's actually gone better than I expected it to. We've got three points. I expected I mean, us to I, I lose them all. I mean, one I, thing he needs to do for me, above anything else, what Rossler didn't do, football is a team game, and he needs to get them playing as a team. Because all the rumours, all the talk, all the reading, we've, we've all been seeing about him fighting and arguments, and they've not been a team, have they? They have not been a team. We've all said about key positions, the James MacArthur position and all the rest of it. He needs to, this month to get a team. Mm. Yeah. That's what he's got to do. I, I, I think passing they come you know in terms of teamwork they come they come past to each other to start with at Bolton could they? Yeah. There was that twenty minutes where they managed to find each other a couple of times and <laughs> four months. <coughs> I, I mean, I, I I traditionally as we go, I've been quite positive, and I'm almost at the point now where I'm I'm just laughing at it because it's bec- it's gone delirious. It's four months since we last watched them win. Mm-hmm. So I, I got I got there late for Sheffield Wednesday, and I, on the way down, I was thinking, I've done right thing here. <laughs> you know, because I, I was rushing round, you just just questioning yourself. We've played a lot worse than that Sheffield Wednesday oh, game under we have, Osler. We have this and, season, and and to be fair, Dan, when you're talking about fine margins, I do think I am finding that the overall perception of a game. It's slowly getting better, and, and it's not to do with the results. It's to do with I think the overall my overall feeling of a performance is actually that's got a bit better than it was last yeah. last week. It's, and it, it, it's get it's going the right direction. I think it is. Oh, I tell you what, it's going too bloody slowly. Yeah, you've got to accept that it is going to take a long time, and we've got to keep picking up these points as we did against Leeds. We're not right. picking points up. I know it's going to take a long time, but look at Dan. Gareth said before we Birmingham, there was. But below was and their squad's not great. Uh, initial manager uplift. They won five games, eighty-seven, mate. I, I th- uh, that how long is that? How long is that to them? No, no time. At least. I think there's other problems as well. Well, well there is. But we look at Leeds. The Leeds game. They hit the bar twice. Leeds. They missed an absolute sitter. That's their we fault. Sco- yeah, we scored off their own goal. We scored. So we was quite well, lucky. What I'm trying to say is, it wasn't. Of all the games we played, that's probably one of the games that we really did deserve to lose. And we yeah, but it was a three It points. was karma rebalancing because the early games, I actually think that we should have got some <laughs> things out of them, and we never did. Right. I, I feel like yeah. I'm the minority tonight. Speaking about the games you've been talking about, watching the opposition that we were up against and lost them games, that made it even harder to stomach because mm. I'm telling you, Rotherham and Sheffield were two terrible sides, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Two terrible. Oh, and I've yeah. got to admit as well, my mate from Bolton, he actually texted me on the day and said, I thought we were crap until I watched you in it first half. Oh, don't get me wrong. Mm. I oh. still think we're pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. 
Right, anyway, right, uh, we, should, we should beat around this all, all, all evening. Um, Saturday, it gives us our first opportunity to do a double this season. Having beaten Birmingham at our place. Three other opportunities for the, with Blackpool to come, with Derby to come and with Leeds to come as well. Yeah, we'll do double over Derby, no right. that. So we've met Birmingham eighteen times and with six wins to their five and there's been seven draws. The first time we met them was anybody remember? That was it was in the FA, FA Cup. FA Cup, yeah, yeah January nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. We lost four 0 and it, that that pasting goes into the league. Anyway, we've not lost against Birmingham since 27th of February 2010. That's five games unbeaten against them we've got. Mm. Uh, the referee on Saturday is a guy called Mick Russell, and it's his first time refereeing the Latics. So far this season, he's done 17 games, 49 yellows, three reds. Um, but he's been he's been the centre of a little bit of controversy in the past in t- 2012. He was not he was got done for doing what's known as a Graham Paul. Any idea what that is? Three yellows. Three cards. Yeah, doing two yellows and not sending them off. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh, Sheffield Wednesday against Huddersfield. He gave the other player on loan, Jeremy Allen. Not the Allen who played against us, is it? So the, is it yeah, no, that's him, Jeremy Allen. Is that him? Mm-hmm. Was he Jeremy? I thought he was. Yeah, Alan, uh, I thought it was his brother. Uh, well, there you go, you learn something every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, On every edition of the PWU podcast. <laughs> he boots him twice and, and failed to send him off. Uh, as Gareth has uh, already said, Birmingham are 14th on 31 points. The top scorer, Clayton Donaldson, yeah. 8 goals. Second, David Cottrell. Who's he? Who's he? Oh, Six Best, goals yeah. he's got. He's had a little bit of a lease of life under the new boss, hasn't he? He's come to work quite well. Uh, on Saturday in the cup, while we were losing to Bolton, they were losing to Blythe two 0 but they managed to turn it around and they won three two, which was uh, must have took some doing that, especially away at Blythe and the, that compact ground in Ostal home. Yeah. So there's a bit of fight in that team now, which I don't think there was previously, is there? Yeah. It's so. He's got a team together. It's like Gareth said. That's what we need at Wigan. Yeah. It's not just the footballing ability. It's the camaraderie. It's the uh, the team spirit. The togetherness. The corp d'esprit. The band of brothers. Uh, they lost eight 0 against Bournemouth at St Andrews. Oh yeah. Since then, Robert's come in and they've gone ten games with only two defeats. One against Derby and they lost away against Blackpool. And they've been good teams in that that little run as well. Obviously, we've come across Gary Rabbit earlier this season when we played Burton Albion away, mm-hmm. and he masterminded a victory against us, didn't he? And he had Burton playing quite well. And I watched them in the playoff final last season as well, I don't know if anybody saw Burton, they reached mm-hmm. a, and they're a nice little footballing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, good manager. So, I'd like us to do some predictions if we can and see if we can get any, posi- <laughs> any positives <laughs> for this. So, we, on Saturday, we're going out to St Andrews and we're going to meet Birmingham City Gareth. How do you see the game going? We're going to lose 4 0. <laughs> Sorry. Rob, on Saturday, etc. Uh, etc. Et I'm not going, mate. I'm Uber in the garden instead. I'm mowing the front room. I've got Aspertif, pal. Uh, we're going to lose 2 1. Paul? Oh, I'm going to be far more positive than these two. Nil nil. Mick? I'm hoping for a nil-nil draw. Dan. 2-2, two, two, Jeff. Mm. Danny it's not often you hope for a nil-nil draw, is it? Uh, 
well, I, can't, I, I don't want to be negative, but I can't see anything positive for us at all. These guys are going to come back because they always want, they always want big style. Yeah. Uh, if we if we've got the same two up front, I think we're not going to score. So we're losing one nil. We might get a long goal. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we're for not. a nil nil because I know we're not going to score. Because a young lad up front, he's grey in set, isn't he? Can I ask yeah. when's McManaman back? Not yet. Right, before we finish this evening, before we finish this evening, there's been a, a question posed on one of the websites, Vital Wigan, and I know Paul's uh, responded to this, um, and I thought it was quite an interesting little topic, and I thought we've got um, five minutes left, I thought we could perhaps finish off uh, and see what each of us think this is. And the question was, what is success? What do you measure as success for your side? Now, do you want to start, Paul, with yours? Because I thought yours was quite interesting, actually. Yeah, um, it was from a personal perspective rather than from a club perspective, which, and to me, it's just, if I walk out of more games having enjoyed them than I walk out feeling fed up, then I'm happy. That, I mean, that... I mean, obviously, games like the FA Cup final, you walk out absolutely elated out of some games, but they're not the games that really count. It's the, it's, you know, it's the, it's the boring games, and if you walk out thinking, yeah, actually, that wasn't too bad. I mean, like Sheffield Wednesday last week, I walked out of that feeling a little bit positive in some sense, but I mean, obviously, we've, we've been beat, so it wasn't great, but it, it, so success is just something that brings me back. Right, so for you, success is, is, is just enjoying the occasion yeah. of going to the game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very Good interesting. Yeah. Mick, what do you uh, regard as success when you're watching Latics? Oh, when I'm watching the Latics? Or, or supporting the Latics or following the Latics, yeah. What do you regard as success? I, I, I've got to agree with Paul to a certain extent on the point of... Because it, it's a very ambiguous question, that. Well, I think, I think the question was yeah. really aimed at what do we consider success for our club? That, do, but do you, so, as success for the that, club, for I me. St- I started with Paul's because yeah. I thought Paul gave like mm. a, a left wing sort of answer. Which left I, field, not left wing. No, left wing, I'm thinking James McLean. <laughs> uh, left field. Centre forward. <laughs> I thought uh, Paul's answer was quite good, actually. Uh, and I, I understood straight away where, where you were coming from with it. Success, success is measured on achievement, isn't it? It's what you achieve, Benga. And therefore, it has to be measured by the achievements that you, you, that you attain. So, for instance, if I look at the team that we had and the squad that we had at the beginning of the season, success for me would have been contesting a promotion place at least. Right, OK. Dad. That's what I was hoping for. Success to me, overwhelming success to me, is Wigan Athletic winning the FA Cup in 2013. And everything after that is chaff. Yeah. Gareth, what do you consider success? Well, casting our mind back only a few months at the beginning of the season, I think all of us were hoping for possible promotion. And now, given the situation, I've, done, I've never known these fellas, some really positive men around this table, some really passionate men around this table about Wigan Athletic. I've never known them be so down, so successful, be staying in the championship. Yes. Mm. Rob? Yeah, su- success, watching Wigan Athletic for me in my lifetime is, I think, having watched us when we was bottom of the old Division 4 with not a pot to piss in, 
to where we are now and you look at the stadium we've got how much the fan base has grown still I'd say we're still doing pretty well relatively speaking and this is success for me in in that matter of speaking although it doesn't sound like it but it's because where we've been in the last eight ten years we've been it's been all on the up we've won FA Cup we've been on a European tour expectation levels have risen with when we've risen three leagues although we're doing really bad at the minute I'd still say we're still punching above our weight yeah. as a club and I still think that gauge that as amount of success uh, as overall I well I, I'm a little bit between you and, and Paul to be honest with you I mean for me going and watching the last is, is escapism and that's what it is at. It, if we lose it doesn't ruin my weekend I know some people say it ruins my weekend but it doesn't ruin my weekend disappointed I, don't get me wrong there's times when it can ruin my weekend it doesn't but, ruin my never but was. at the moment I've gone beyond that I, yeah. you know there, there's times when you've had your set for your man right ok <laughs> you know we have to keep a check on these colours <laughs> right I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we're addressing the question well, we're addressing it in our own way, mate. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. Yeah, that's that's the idea. idea. No, no, but the thing is, is like, obviously Rob has now been speaking about the success of Wigan Athletics since they got... Yeah, that's brilliant, you can look at that. But let, let's look at it the here and now. Because okay. that's how I actually heard oh, that question. Uh, yeah. Because there's been some absolutely successful moments. But we can't take away from the fact that oh, so ever since we became a football league club back in 79, right, 79, 80. Eight, 78. Me, 78, 79 season. Right, okay then. Then, wh- how many times have we been relegated? Twice. Twice. That itself speaks volumes. We've actually now got our name on the FA Cup. Yeah. We've actually stormtrooped into, into Europe. Brochdale's only been relegated once though, so that's... that's I know, what Barry do is in bloody no, fourth division for 28 yeah, years. Do <laughs> you know something? Just, because it's smart to say this, but we've only actually been relegated once because of... The, the uh, first time we got relegated, they restructured the leagues, yeah, and we dropped from league th- uh, division three. <laughs> to league right. three. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't actually relegated. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 So anyway, success for me is 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 just keep on with the escape. I'm disappointed as anything that the, the way this season's turned out. But when you look at the overall picture, like Rob says, it's just. Unbelievable. Well, that, the pinnacle was winning the FA Cup. Yeah, a point, a point I made around that time more than once was, you know, I'm a short timer. I've, I've only been here five years. The guys that have done 20, 30 year stints and have put up with the nonsense in Division 4, mm. non, well, the, the, I say the nonsense is watching a local non league club, it must be absolutely unbelievable for them to, to have watched the FA Cup win. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't think it's those people that are as disappointed as as it is some of the other short timers, really. You know, those that that re- demand to be up in that top division. Yeah, but if all you know is success, if some, if yeah. it's like a twenty-five year old for the last, and they've been following the club avidly say, for the last ten years from like the mid-teens, all they know is it's just a fantastic football inside. And, and rip roaring success well, yeah, and you, you look it's at sad. if you were to try and pick a club up until you know you, you stopped 12 months ago because that's where things are turned but if you were to pick a club that has had a ride as good as mm-hmm. the Latics have had for the last 10 years even longer you just cannot you know if you were to order the clubs that who's had the best best time of it 
We'd be right at the top, absolutely right yeah. at the top. We're up there with Man City. Yeah. No, you know, I hear the Man City. Man City's been done on money. I watched Match of the Day on that Monday night. Piled in. Wimbledon versus Liverpool. And Dave Bassett was on. Dave Besson. Besson. Yeah. Dave Besson was on. Captain. And he said, who would have believed it? From non-league to the top flight to winning the FA Cup. Only Wimbledon have done that. And I just thought, you don't know what you're talking about, mate. He even yeah. played for us. And he doesn't realise that, you know, not only did we do it, but we played in Europe as well. Wimbledon didn't play in Europe, did they? They won the FA Cup, but they didn't play in Europe. And they finished seventh when they won it. Yeah, and they finished seventh, not relegated. Yeah, no. Yeah, they did make a record, didn't they? And they beat Liverpool a few weeks. Well, they beat them that season, didn't they, before they played as well? So it wasn't wasn't a shock. Nowhere was it as big as ours. Yeah, but they were celebrities in a way, weren't they? The crazy gang. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think forward every time. There, there was more of a culture around their team than there was for our. I think one thing we have suffered from in winning the FA Cup was the fact that it was on crap TV channels at the time. Because you've got the, the BBC romanticising all the cup exploits. We've forgotten because they don't own the rights to that bit of the, the those years of the FA Cup. And, and that, that to me is the one sad aspect of it. You know, we were all there, we all know, we're all happy, but I don't think we're getting the credit in in, in that programming that we should because of the fact that editorially they don't have the rights to it. I spoke to a Chelsea fan, he said, we're going to have never won anything. Oh, well, we're the FA Cup champions. Are they? Yeah, I, I didn't know. know. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I sat down, that's all yeah. that is. Well, they're only bothered because they got knocked out in the semis, didn't mm. they? Anyway... It's been a, quite a, a strange edition, this one, I feel. Uh, I think we've finished off on a bit of a positive, haven't we? Talking about... Reminiscing what, about the good times. Yeah. We've got three points against Leeds, yay! It is, it is, it is disappointing the worst state we're in at the moment, but, you know, it's football, isn't it? Yeah. I, it's up and down. Well, like I said, we're being... It's, 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 what, what do we expect? We've had relegation in the back of the Premier League, but... It was about to come, come along some point, wasn't it? Yeah. Got two old games to look forward to in January. Blackburn and Huddersfield. Look forward two to it. Two weeks on the trot. Are we, we going to go five months without an home win? Or are we going to manage one? <laughs> Don't forget, we've got some new men coming in. We've got some strikers coming in. Yeah, and we've got an half-season defender if Ridgewell does put pen to paper, yeah. which I believe he's done. Yeah, I think he'll make a bit of a difference. I, midfield. Pick the midfield. Yeah, right? well... We're going back for the yeah. thing we've done, aren't we? So, on that note, uh, until next week, hopefully we'll be a little bit more positive after doing the first double of the season and getting our first win of 2015. Um, it's a good night and a happy new year from me. And from also from us. Yeah. Good release nice to 2014.
before I met you I'll break a thousand more, baby Before I am through I wanna be yours, pretty baby Yours and yours alone I'm here to tell you, honey That I'm bad to the bone Bad to the bone Bad 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 Bye. 